As you find yourself going deeper and deeper down the internet, telling yourself you'll watch just one more video before you go to bed, knowing that you should have gone to bed an hour ago, that's where you'll find the Dragoon Effect. Hello, and welcome to episode 6 of Dragoon Effect, where we care about your mental health. As always, our motto is, it may be terrible. As in, this episode may be terrible. Who's to say? It's completely subjective. Today, I wanted to talk about that phenomenon where once you start thinking about something, or maybe you learn a new word, or you just saw something new, you seem to see it everywhere. I've noticed that since I've started doing this podcast, there's been a lot more pro-mental health things going on. Maybe it's been there for a while, maybe it's new and just coincidental. For example, I've been seeing commercials telling people that they should talk about mental health and or ask their friends how they're doing. Just kind of start the conversation, which can be something simple like, hey, how are you doing? And if they reply fine or good or okay or whatever, following that up with something like, no, really, how are you doing? And being open to their responses, even if it's not something that you can help with, just listening can be invaluable. Additionally, I've also noticed a couple NFL players talking about mental health. Lane Johnson of the Eagles talked about his anxiety with a Fox NFL correspondent who also admitted to dealing with depression. That's why he really wanted to do that particular interview. Calvin Ridley, a wide receiver for the Falcons, stepped away from the NFL indefinitely after stepping away for a couple of games due to his mental health. I'm glad that they are both pursuing the help that they need, and I hope that more people do so and set those examples and see those examples. It's just interesting to see this more and more and more. And maybe it's my phone picking up my dialogue and it's going into algorithms. So I'm seeing these things more on the internet. I'm not really sure. I just find it really interesting because this seems to happen frequently and there has to be a word for it. If you know what that word is, please email, tweet, Instagram me. And now a recap of last week's episode. Alan and Barry awake in jail. Sheriff Breaker and Agent Nightingale enter the area. Nightingale brags about having enough evidence to put Alan away. After some dialogue, Nightingale pulls out a manuscript page, realizing he had just read the events that just happened. Then, Agent Nightingale is taken away by the darkness. Sarah lets Alan and Barry out. Alan explains how they need to find Cynthia Weaver. Sarah says that they can take the rescue chopper to her residence in the old Bright Falls power plant, but tells Barry to stay behind and call a list of people using the password Night Falls. Sarah and Alan have to fight their way to Town Hall to get the keys to the helicopter. Afterwards, they fight their way through a park and bookstore. They see a flare in the distance and follow it, believing it is Barry. Sarah and Alan fight their way into a church and through the crypt in its basement. While leaving through the other side, a large taken attacks. A flare, fired by Barry, suddenly destroys it and the gang is reunited. 
They make their way to the rescue chopper at the fire station, where Alan fends off an assault by the Taken until they can take off. As they approach the power plant, a flock of birds attacks, causing Alan to fall out. Alan fights his way through some electrical equipment, across a turning bridge, and eventually reaches the power plant. Alan asks for Weaver's help. She doesn't help until Alan explains she is the Lady in the Light. After turning off the transformer yard, the two head down a long pipe towards the well-lit room. Alan calls Barry to update him, and then the ground shakes as the chopper crashes. Alan leaves the pipe while Weaver tells him he will die if he does. Alan makes his way to the crash site, but there are no bodies. A flare goes off, and Alan runs to find Sarah and Barry and helps them defeat a horde of Taken. Their group make their way to an elevator, then to another. At the second elevator, Alan has to hold a button to get the door to fully open. After Sarah and Barry are in, debris blocks Alan's path. Alan takes the stairs up to the top of the dam. Then a darkness tornado appears, throwing vehicles and chasing Alan across the dam. Alan makes it to the elevator where Sarah, Barry, and Weaver are waiting. The elevator leads to the well-lit room where Alan finds pages written by Thomas Zane, as well as The Clicker. Please, Leon Alan Wake. I wrote a horror story that has come true. Thomas Zane did the same in the 70s. You will go no further. If I continue like the Dark Presence wants me to, the story I'm writing won't save Alice. It's a horror story. No one will survive. You knew Zane. Thomas Zane. You're the Lady of the Light in the song. He left something behind to help me. The Clicker. Alan thought of this as he stood on the rim of Cauldron Lake, the clicker in his hand. He took a deep breath and jumped. I can get to her now. I can finish this. Episode 6, Departure. New York City, two years ago. Alan's laying in bed. Having a nightmare, potentially? Now he's waking up but rubbing his head because he's not sure what's happening maybe or maybe it's too bright I had a hangover my head was about to explode and the light hurt my eyes I needed my sunglasses and painkillers to dump the pain in one of my finer moments of self-deception I swore to quit drinking okay I guess it's a hangover that would make sense so we're getting some painkillers you know, like Tylenol, Advil. The pills worked fast. The prospect of being awake started to seem bearable again. They got a really big bathroom. Especially for a New York City apartment. There's a tub and a shower. And, like, a lot of space to walk around. And the washing machine's in here, but no dryer. Which is interesting. Boy, other than friends, I don't think I've seen a New York City apartment that's actually big. Alright, found his sunglasses. Oh, the sunglasses made the world look bearable. Now I could keep my eyes open without feeling like a vampire in the sun. I guess he is a successful writer, and presumably his wife is a successful photographer or photo editor or whatever she does. There was a message waiting for me on the machine. Alright, apparently somebody left a uh, voicemail. On the answering machine. Oh, it's like an old-looking telephone. But 
Instrument just blinking with the green light to indicate a message. Okay, uh, TiVo. Wow, that's not something I've thought about in a long time because I don't. Know, I guess generic DVRs have basically replaced it. TiVo might have even gone out of business, or maybe somebody bought them. I, I can't remember now. But I let's turn on the TV. The Harry Garrett Show. So it's live action, and there's an actual actor playing Alan Wake. No, no, it is a good read. Look, uh, I'm going to be honest here. Is that wise? No, but I'm going to do it anyway. I got people who give me a lowdown on books. I'm a busy guy. But this one, I actually read from cover to cover. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan. Wow, thanks. Now, this might be a spoiler for those who haven't read the book yet. Based on the sales figures, the two people out there who haven't read the book yet. <laughs> but this last book is all about the death of the main character, the hard-boiled New York detective, Alex Casey. Now, there's been a lot of outrage about this. Why the hell did you kill Casey? What the hell were you thinking, man? God riddance. <laughs> no, seriously, no. Seven years and six books is a long time. He was a gloomy guy to spend all your wow. hours with. And it was a good run. But it's time to explore new things. My next book will be a departure from the old for me. You selfish bastard, always thinking of yourself. Well, you've certainly given us a lot of entertainment over the years. And now that you mention it, Casey was a gloomy guy. Never had much luck with his love life with the lady. Was that autobiographical in any way? Yeah, no kidding. Casey's lady friends tended to die on it. With Casey, it was all about his pain. Now, nothing autobiographical about that. I'm a happily married man. My wife is my muse. Well, congratulations. That's great to hear. So, how's the publicity tour been treating you? Good? Great. But I gotta say, I'm glad to be back home in New York. Well, you've certainly been on the news a lot lately. Lots of parties and, um... You got into a fight with some paparazzi. Oh, man. Well, that guy was really in my face. I lost my temper. I know that wasn't cool. Uh, you are famous for that temper. <laughs> well, I did also write several books. Alan faked being angry at the host. Well, your latest novel is called The Sudden Stop, and it's in bookstores now. Go get it. That means the two of you out there who haven't won it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have for you tonight. I want to thank all our guests for the evening. Alan Wake, Sam Lake. What's more, do the face for a Sam. And our musical guests, Poets of the Fall. Thank you, man. Oh, Sam Lake is a name that sounds familiar for these Remedy games. I think he did the voice of Max Payne, and he kind of looked like him there when the host told him to do the face. And what I don't know, so the voice coming out of the actor that's playing Alan Wake in the, in the live-action talk show was definitely Alan Wake's voice, 
Well, I wonder if it's the same actor and they modeled Alan Wake after him, or uh, because that was not really something that was that popular back in 2010 to do. Uh, I guess Heavy Rain had come out by then, or around then, and they had done that. Uh, I'm trying to think if there are other games, but I'm not sure. So, so if I uh, if if I think to do it, I'll look it up to see if the actor, the live action actor, is also the voice actor for Alan Wake, or if they just found somebody that looks like the character model for Alan Wake and then dubbed in the voice actor of Alan Wake for the reality looking, uh, the real life looking TV show. Just wanted to pop in here to say that Alan's voice and body model are different people. His voice is Matthew Peretta, and his physique is Ilka Vili. And I apologize for mispronunciations. I told myself I could live with that. I didn't say anything stupid, if that's what you want to know. Are you going to start with me about drinking now? You know what? Go back to sleep, Alan. What? Now you can't even talk to me? Well, this morning I was angry because you said you'd be home at midnight and you showed up at 7 a.m. and passed out in mid-sentence. Now I'm over it. Are you angry? This goddamn tour. It's gotten out of hand. Oh, honey. It's almost over, right? We can get back to normal and you can start writing again. I'm sorry, honey. Alan, you're not thinking straight. Just take a shower and go back to bed, huh? Yeah, you're right, honey. I'm sorry. Once this is over, let's go away together. A vacation. Just you and me. Some peace and quiet. Yeah, there's definitely got to be a lot of pressure as being a successful writer, celebrity, and just going on a book tour. Oh, Bright Falls, the present day. And being away from family that much? The clicker was the key to the cabin. I had to return to Cauldron Lake to save Alice. I'm going back to the lake to finish this. I'm going to write an ending to the story in the manuscript on my own terms. To make it all right. Why can't you just write it here? The last page is still in the typewriter. I need to read it first. Everything needs to be just right. Zane tried to cut some corners, and it didn't end well. Okay, ready when you are. I'm sorry, Sarah, but I need to do this alone. Barry, take her gun. Miss Weaver, close the door when I leave. Barry's hugging Alan after crying. Alan's leaving the well-lit room. Oh, there's a cool light behind him effect. It was warm and sunny. I'd flick the switch of the clicker. Had it done this? I didn't stop to question it. I had to take advantage of the sunlight to get to the lake. On Zane's page, I had stood in the room of Calder Lake, about to use the clicker. That's where I was headed. The camera's panning through the mountains over the roads. Man, this just, it looks like a gorgeous place to live. You know, minus all the shadow monsters. During the day, lovely. 
surrounded by the beauty of the Pacific Northwest landscape. It was hard not to let doubt creep in one last time. I could still chalk everything up to a dream, a delusion. I had enough imagination to make up something like this, having been in the cabin all this time, trapped in a story inside my head, gone mad from grief over Alice's death like Hartman had claimed. There would be no way of knowing. I told myself it didn't really matter. My course was set. Alright, we're getting in an SUV and heading to Cauldron Lake, back where this all began. The lake that I think the volcano exploded in the 70s. So I guess the, the creepy old lady, who is presumably the evil entity, if I'm following, made it seem like the cabin existed when Alan and Alice arrived, and now, but it doesn't actually. I'm not sure how that works. Like, what kind of manifestations can she create in the world if a whole physical island was there? Or was that after he put himself in the book? Boy, there's a lot of... There's a lot of questions. Oh, there is a tunnel that is completely blocked by a big traffic accident. Oh! The darkness had touched me. There was a link between us. Always would be. I could feel its presence again, getting closer. Okay, so... It's all creepy and... Uh-oh. Flash... Oh, it's night again outside. Oh, and there are three dudes that just spawned. And they're all throwing stuff at me. Took them out. You know, it's all dark again. And I'm running on the road on foot. There is another car. Am I just stealing random people's cars? Or the shadow monsters drive this here, and then, you know, there's just questions like that, I guess. There's another car pulled over on the side of the road that a few of them, it looks like I could probably take them if I wanted, but I'm not trying to steal vehicles, I'm just trying to live! Oh, a shadow monster appeared in the middle of the road, and I clipped him, but still driving past. Oh, that's right. For, for whatever reason... The button that focuses your light on foot is the brakes, which makes sense because it's L2. That's pretty standard in any kind of driving thing. But uh, I'm just not used to it. I need to push the cross or X when I'm driving to focus my, uh, my headlights. And oh boy, things are being flung at me. And more dudes, like uh, big old objects are being thrown at me. Oh, and there's another, and I'm at a bridge that's blocked off, but it looks like I can go on the shoulder of the bridge, kind of? Yeah, and drive around some of it. Oh, but the game doesn't like that. There's invisible walls. Yes, invisible walls. Okay, so I have to get out. Great! That's not what I wanted. Shoot, 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 shoot. Alright, so, and I think I have royally hurt myself with this decision. Um. Well, no, I think maybe the enemies that were throwing things disappeared. Okay, I can live with that. The enemy's just disappearing and going away. Alright, getting on the bridge, navigating between all these stopped cars that made an impossible travel by car. Oh, and the darkness is screaming at me. Alright, crossing the bridge some more. 
I'm just, oh, bridge is shaking. Oh, something flew at me while I was kind of paused in a cutscene. Oh, there's more. Oh, a big old barrel got thrown at me. Oh, man. Oh, whew. oh, ouch. That time the barrel got me. Uh, there it is. Okay, I'm gonna take out these. Ob Ow. Okay, I'm gonna try to take. Okay, there we go. I think that's all the items. I hope. Oofed. There are quite a few. Alright, moving forward. Oh, now there's even more. There's a fridge. Why is there a fridge on this bridge? Okay, whew, took it out. That probably would have hurt a lot. Uh, what else? What else? Okay. I think I see a manuscript. No, it's just a random light on the ground. Okay. Oh, there are more things. Okay, let's just try and take them all out. Okay, took one out. I think one flew itself off the bridge, so I can live with that. Oh, no, wait. Okay. Okay, maybe that was just random game physics. I thought uh, I thought I saw something get flung. Oh, there's a, there's more things. Another bridge. Oh, somehow I dodged it. I don't know how. So I'm running, get some space, and... Oh, they disappeared. Oh! Ouch! Got hit from behind. Should have been watching the way I'm going. Ah, instead of the way I came. Oh, and I'm almost dead now. I'm almost dead. Um... Okay, well, I guess... I okay, regained some health from not being hit for a little bit. Trying to okay. Got three things but trying to fling themselves at me. A fridge and two barrels. Took out a barrel. Now there's Ooh, now it's just down to the fridge. I'm hiding. Okay. It flung itself when it flings itself, you get some time to really focus on it. And that's that's handy. And using terrain to just have it fling itself into a Oh, there's a Oh a big digger thing that digs out dirt from the ground that, oh, came alive and is trying to kill me. I'm not even sure how to focus on it, how to get by it. Oh, I just have to focus. Now seems like a great time for a flashback. Uh, that did not do take it out like I thought it would. Okay, so now I'm just running back and forth while it brings the claw up and smacks it down. Oh, that was close. Okay, but it's going there's a car at the end of the bridge I can take. Oh, more shadowed monsters. Taken. They're called Taken, and I keep forgetting that's what they're called. Uh, uh-oh. Ran into some stuff. The road's blocked off. There's a... Like a, a monster truck that's been possessed and is part of the Taken that's trying to run me over, and I just ran into a tree back on the road. Getting away from as many of these taken as we can. Oh. Alright, crossing over a big old bridge. And the bridge is collapsing behind. That's awesome. Okay. And oh, a school bus is being thrown at me. Woo! Uh, yeah. Things are just getting. Uh oh, I hit something I couldn't see. Oh, just random rubble that I thought I could drive over. And the road is blocked again. Hey, another vehicle. Now we got a pickup truck. Some kind of county truck or government truck with lights on it. Not police lights, but...
Still trying to get to Cauldron Lake. And, oh, of course, the road is blocked. Are these... Oh, I can drive through signs! Okay, good, good. Okay, th those were just blocked by, like, road barriers. Not a full-on traffic accident. Oh. I had to get the gate open. Oh, I have to go inside a building. Oh. There's a building here that's open. Oh, there's a sign to read. All visitors must see the yard manager. You must sign a liability waiver before entering the yard. If you're looking for a specific part, ask for it first. For you pull it, you must bring your own tools. Wear protective clothing. Warning, junk piles may shift. Hazardous area. Oh, so we're at like a junkyard. Okay. Or maybe it's just an automotive junkyard. Oh, it's dark inside. Oh, there's a hunting rifle. Oh, and dudes are spawning, so I might as well use some shotgun ammo up. Great. All sorts of dudes are spawning. Okay. Maybe there's just a couple. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get the hunting rifle. Because that's more powerful. Oh, and there's hunting rifle. Oh sweet. So now I have more hunting rifle ammo than what I had left for shotgun ammo. I can deal with that, that's for sure. Get some coffee. Some batteries, which I don't need because I've got the heavy duty flashlight. And uh even even focusing on enemies. I'm uh, not really burning through batteries. Alright, we're heading upstairs inside this automotive repair shop. On the switch. And I think dudes are spawning. Um, the gate's not opening, but dudes are spawning. So many dudes. Okay, we're running away. Okay, the gate is opening. Yep, yeah, run into the truck. Climbing up a ladder because I saw a blinking green light, which tends to indicate things you need to press. Okay, it is a generator that I am pulling the cord on to get started. Ah, and it turned on another light. Okay. And the one, the light behind me, of course, went out because. I started the generator, and it's like, no, we're not going to let you just have free light to get to where you need to go. Alright, back in the truck. Oh, what was that? I I do not know. But, uh, oh. Oh, great! Uh, a skid loader is alive. Cool, 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 cool. I don't know where I'm supposed to actually go, and the skid loader is coming right for me. Well, I mean, oh, that's not cool. Uh, I think it just destroyed my truck. Because the game just spawned me outside the truck. Alright. We're gonna... Shoot a flare gun at it. Oh! There are dudes. There are dudes. Uh, I am all one hit from dead, basically. That's not so great. Oh! That was close. Okay. Did, this, did I take out the skid loader? Oh, maybe my flare gun did take it out. Okay. Found the button I need to push to open. At least what I think. Oh, it's going to lift a crate out the way. Okay. Uh, my truck, is it gone or can I still drive it? I'm guessing. No, it's destroyed. Shoot. 
shooter fluffles. Okay. Well, this crate's getting lifted out, out of the way very slowly, I suppose, because it expects you to, like, hit it. And then it's like, okay, you're going to have to survive for a bit. Oh, good. They gave me another truck. That's nice. Okay. There is some pretty good design in places. The combat design, not the best. Not the best executed. But, uh... I will say by the time they get to control, which, again, I see a lot of inspiration for control here, it gets a lot better. Okay, so we're driving, now we're driving down, it's not even a dirt road, it's just tracks where people have driven through the grass so much, grass isn't growing and there are tire tracks. Oh, maybe this is what dirt roads look like in Washington? Um, I've never been there. But dirt roads, where I'm from, are, well, I guess gravel roads would be what we call them. And I guess there were roads kind of like this that were kind of like, that led to fields. Um, but for the most part, like, there are a lot of places to drive here in this game that, like, it looks like people drive on it regularly that are just tracks <laughs> in the dirt. Like, they're just like, yeah, I don't want to use the roads. I'm going to make my own shortcut. I my plan back in the well-lit room. I'd acted as if I knew what I was doing. I didn't. I was operating on the shifting logic of a dream. I had to fight my way to the lake through the horrors of the night. I had to flick an old battered light switch imbued with childhood magic. I had to write a happy ending to a horror story. I had to save my wife from the dark prison she was being held in up on some lights I can turn on and they're just kind of stationary not the super big bright lights but will never give her to you oh there's just all sorts of stuff being thrown around now um, it's like a tornado of objects and dudes are spawning There's like a little shanty town and a big bright light that I'm headed to. Oh, it's like a spotlight. Uh, and a big storm, tornado of stuff is following me. Okay, um, I'm using the spotlight. And the angle that the game has given me is not great. I wonder if I let go and then reoperate. There we go. Okay. It gave me an angle where all I could see was the back of the spotlight. And then things behind me are spawning. Oh, crap. Another big, two big dudes with chainsaws through a flashbang. That didn't take out their darkness even? Okay, through a second flashbang. Big ones are down. There's still ooh, a regular guy throwing stuff at me. That wasn't so bad, thanks to those flashbangs. I'm really bad about using my items when I should, because I'm worried I'm going to need them later. But two chainsaw guys seem real appropriate. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode where I go get all the manuscript pages, because I think some of them you can only get on a harder difficulty. Um, and then just do an episode where I have the game read through the whole manuscript. That might be fun. 
see Mirror Peak in the distance. That's where Cauldron Lake was. Into a minecart. Uh oh, I may have made a bad decision here. Okay, yes, get in the minecart, and I'm releasing the brake. Uh, am I going? Yes, I'm going. Okay. Traveling down the path. Oh, well, that might be leaving me vulnerable, and I see a whole bunch of birds in the sky. This could be bad. But I've got 17 flares, so if things get close, we'll just whip out a flare. You have flocky birds coming at me. I scattered them away with my heavy-duty flashlight. There's probably going to be a bunch of flocks of birds. I should probably just have flares the whole trip in the minecart, but... Oh, and the minecart ended and it's collapsed. And I got out just in time. Okay, cool. Let's get off this rickety old wooden thing. And we're back on solid ground. Another lamppost. Oh, that wasn't bad at all. Oh, there's a ladder. I'm climbing up to the minecart track that I thought I was going to be done with. And I'm going to get in another minecart. Uh-oh. Oh, a flock of birds spawned behind me. Okay. That's not so bad. I'll just burn them away. Just one. I can deal with one. Oh, I have to push a minecart. Okay. Oh. That, that's why. Okay, I thought I was getting in and riding again. The flock of birds that spawned was meant to hit me as I was trying to push the minecart. But I think I took care of them. Alright, we pushed the minecart over the edge. And now we can continue forward. And, oh, another flock of birds. Go away, birds. Okay. That scared them off, I think. Nope, they're back. They're back. Didn't scare them off enough. Go away. I'm almost dead. When you get in this heartbeat sound, it turns gray, or uh, black and white, to really emphasize, hey, you're almost dead. You might want to do something about that. Going inside. Oh, I think I was supposed to go this way because there's a back exit to that building. And down a hill through a creepy black forest into fog. Yeah, that's that's not scary or creepy. Oh, a I don't even know what it is. A big old truck uh, that carries uh, I don't even know. Think like a mail truck. Like a big old mail truck just fell out of the sky on me. Oh, it's one of those teleporting guys. Oh, I didn't realize that. And it's I, I am having so much issues seeing him because it's dark. There he is. Okay, okay, we're okay, we're okay. Okay, okay, we're okay. We're at like, I don't know, half health. Navigating our way through creepy woods with creepy music, meaning, okay, the creepy music died down. That's good, that's good. Hey, uh, a generator I can start. And I hope it powers a street light. Yes, it does. Lamp post. Oh, oh, and there's ammo. All sorts of goodies. Okay, I still have twelve flares, but like, or flare gun. So like, it's, I'm just terrified that I'm gonna need like all of it. Like, there's just gonna be like a hallway of death. Uh, now we're panning and oh. Another giant thing fell out of the sky, and dude spawned. Dude, oh, I didn't see him at first. Oh, it's another teleporting dude. 
and a big dude. And there's, oh, that was close. Did I hit the exploding barrel? No. Oh, I, okay, I do not understand the range on the exploding barrel at all. But, there's the big dude. Where's the fast dude? I don't know where he went. I'm just gonna spin in circles, so if he gets close, maybe I'll stumble across him. Oh boy. Oh, man, giant machinery. Giant machinery. Large machinery is just falling out of the sky, like, constantly. You know what? Let's go ahead and flashbang. Okay, that took care of those three. I didn't probably need it, but... And a boat! A boat just came out of the sky. There we go. And you're dead. You gotta keep climbing up. I don't, well, I don't know why we're saying oh, crap. I don't see what's happening. Oh, crap! A whole boxcar. A whole boxcar just came tumbling down the hill. And I, did, oh, and that's a, oh, jeez. Another big truck and a van just got thrown at me. It's crashing in front of me as I climb up this hill. Climb these mountains. And, oh, boy. More stuff just, okay, now like a, like a tanker has fallen out of the sky in front of me. Oh, that's a dude just spawning. Okay. Oh, you're one of those creepy fast dudes that teleports and runs away. I don't like you. I don't like you at all. Okay, maybe he ran away from me. Okay, well, we'll continue forward. Now we're going up some wooden stairs. Oh, and there's just creepy... Ow! I stepped on creepy black sludge. Alright, running up some more wooden stairs into a lamppost. That makes me feel good and safe, at least for now, until it, you know, explodes and goes away, probably is what's going to happen. Moving up ahead to a building at the top of some more wooden stairs. Oh, and there's just a barrel on fire, like you see in movies and stuff, the homeless people sit around to keep warm. Uh, moving forward... It's like another little shanty town. Oh, and there's live wires. Oh, there's a, a red blinking light, which means I need, I need to get the generator running. Yes. How do I get the generator running? Oh, wait, wait. I follow the electrical wires, I bet. Oh, the, they led a ways away, which means I'm, it's going to let me get things started, and then dudes are going to spawn. And probably a lot. Oh, I hear a chainsaw. Okay, we're just we're just getting out the flare gun immediately. Yeah. So there's fast dude, a couple of chainsaw dudes. Oh man, three chainsaw dudes. Oh, I wasn't reloaded. I forget that it doesn't auto reload. Okay, I made it to the switch. I used it. I think it summons an elevator. Uh, which is moving really slow because, of course, it is. We're just going to try and keep them at bay. I don't want to necessarily use another flare if I don't have to. Okay, the elevator's here. 
And we're in the light and taking it up. Oh, oh, and the light just broke on my way up. And by elevator, it's more like a lift. And the creepy, oh, creepy woman keeps throwing. At least I assume so. Oh, they just piled up a bunch. Burning down the barricade of possessed things as more and more dudes spawn. Because, of course, they just keep. Ow! Guy spawned and just threw something and hit me in the back of the head. And now there's a boat. That's the last part of. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna throw a flashbang because a dude spawned. Wow, I would have thought that would take out the boat and possess stuff a lot faster. But apparently not. There, the boat's taken care of. Now we're entering what looks like a mine ship. Oh! Inverters are coming out the wall at me. Oh, oh, and rocks are being flung. And now I'm almost dead. Okay, oh. They're burning away a girder. car just got thrown at me, but wood beams stopped it. Oh! And minecarts! Oh! Ouch, that one hit me. Destroy the tornado? How, how do you expect me to destroy a tornado? Especially a tornado of darkness and evil. Like, I guess I'll just keep running towards it? I don't... I don't know. Oh, and it's flinging vehicles at me. Um... I don't really know what I'm doing here. Uh, I'm approaching the tornado. Okay, I got a checkpoint. That's handy. Uh, minecart. Oh, ouch! I didn't destroy it in time, and I don't have any clues. I'm just gonna get out of flare gun. Um, I just fired it into the tornado. That didn't seem to do anything. Picking up flare gun ammo. Okay, so I bet, I bet that's exactly what I'm supposed to do. Is just keep firing flare guns into the tornado. Yes, I don't. I'm approaching the tornado some more. Oh, ha! That damaged it. Okay, yes, yes, this seems to be working. Oh, flock of birds. Flock of birds is coming. Well, didn't get a flare out of time. Okay. And it's a big bright light. Cutscene. May have destroyed the tornado. Alan Wake dropped his flare gun. He's running out to the cliff edge above the cauldron lake, but there is nothing else. He's oh yeah, he's got the clicker in his hand. He's closing his eyes. I guess maybe hoping. And he just stepped off the cliff 
towards the water. And it jumped in the lake. Oh, and now Alan Wake just woke up. Shh, baby. You were having a bad dream. Next to his wife. It was just another nightmare. No. Everything's fine. You're home. In their New York City apartment. But it's... Everything's fine. Oh, yeah. Turn the lights on. Turn the lights on! It's dark. Shh, baby. The power's out. There's no light. And like creepy darkness. It's your fear. Why aren't you afraid? You're not Alice. Turn the lights on now. Where's the clicker? What did you do with it? Alan, honey, you're still one foot in a dream. You're not making any sense. Come back to bed. Okay, I have to find the clicker within our apartment. Alan, you're scaring me now. Come back to bed. Are you taking your pills? She's blocking off. The way to go, so I have to work my way around. Oh! Oh, I got a flashlight. And I'm using it on Alice. Or the clicker. To make the clicker appear. I activated it, I think? Oh! Tom Zane in his weird Bioshock Big Daddy costume. Has appeared. You must find your way to the cabin. If it stands in your way, it won't let you pass. It has no heart. It's filled with darkness. You must fill its heart with light. And now there's two Alan Wings. He's Mr. Scott. Your friends will meet him when you're gone. Mr. Scratch. He's got a creepy... He looks exactly like Alan Wake. He has a creepy smile. Use the clicker. Okay, now I'm in like... A weird dark dimension. Am I supposed to be like at the bottom of the lake or something? Uh... There are some lit up words that I can burn away. Shopping cart. Crate. Phone. Bird. Telephone pole. I don't... Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? There's a telephone pole on a telephone pole here. I don't see the... Clicker anywhere, nor do I see like this is the path. Oh, path! There's one called path. I was just about to say, I don't see a path to go. Okay, so that made a path. And uh, we've got more choices. What? Shown my light on bridge and the Divers Isle bridge appeared. 
Bird-like cabin. So Thomas attempted to kill Barbara after he had written her back to life. Going in the cabin. just filled with creepiness and darks. Oh, Barbara is there. The old lady with the black veil. You will never get her back. With a big old hole in her chest. I am much older than you. Older than your first work of art. I will find a new face to wear. Uh, someone else to dream me from putting the clicker in the hole in her chest. And he clicked it. Oh, and there's just light coming out her eyes and mouth now. He's filling her with light from the clicker. And she dissipated into nothingness like when you defeat an enemy. And the cabin is full of light, with light just pouring out of all the windows. The camera's zooming away cutting away. Back to Alan Wake on his knees in the cabin. Still in creepy dark floating things. Obviously not the real world. Or a safe version of the world. I can feel Alice's presence close by. I understood what I had to do now. I knew how to write the ending to departure. There's light and there's darkness, cause and effect. There's guilt and there's atonement. But the scales always need to balance. Everything has a price. That's where saying it gone wrong. And now, Alan's writing, and the clock went backwards. In back in the cabin right after his wife fell off the deck and he's diving in after her and time is moving quickly days are passing the sun is rising and setting and we're seeing around crater lake cauldron lake cauldron lake and I've lost track of how many days are passing it seems like a lot the camera's just kind of zooming around, panning around, and we're coming back to the shore by the start of the bridge to Diver's Isle. And we see a close-up of an eye, and I can't really tell. Oh, somebody's swimming up to the surface. Oh, it's Alice. At least I presume it to be Alice. It's hard to really tell, but it looks like the outfit she was wearing. She's swimming up. And she broke the surface. 
swimming to the shore and climbing out of the water. Gasping for air, freezing cold. Took all of her energies, presumably, to get out because she's just kind of stumbling on her feet, calling out for Alan. camera's zooming away as fog is setting into the area. Still panning. It's switched scenes and panning farther away. Back to the town of Bright Falls. Back to the, It's like, I think this is actually the opening shot, but completely just in reverse. So like, it was approaching the mountains in the opening, and now it's backing away from all of them. And now we're approaching Bright Falls as a biplane approaches with uh, a deer festival banner. I think it's called biplane. The planes that can be on the on water and take off from them. And the parade for the deer festival is going on. There's confetti. The oh the rock and rollers are there and dancing. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, cafeteria worker is holding a lamp and looks disturbed. Oh, and Alan Wake is just in the background. Oh, now we've cut to him in a room that looks underwater. He said it's not a lake. It's an ocean. It's an ocean. And then... That was the end. Yeah, and here's what I didn't know. And I'm not entirely sure if it's true or not, but I've heard that the real ending is in the DLC chapters, which we're going to get to. But that is where I left the game 11 years ago, thinking that was the ending, and that was it. Credits are scrolling now, and like that ending doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, because what I thought it was going to be when Alice appeared from the water is that he, Alan had to sacrifice himself to save her. But it just doesn't really say that. And so, my thought was, he's just trapped writing this book forever? And he's fending off the darkness and from giving it too much power, that kind of thing? Thank you for listening to episode 6 of my Alan Wake playthrough. We've reached the end of the main game, and we'll be on to the two DLCs each of the next couple of weeks. As a bonus episode, I'm going to release a playthrough of all of the manuscripts. That will be coming later this week, and I hope you give it a listen. It was interesting to see the order of manuscript pages that the game thought they should be in. Until next time, this has been Dragoon Effect. I've been Ben. It may have been terrible, but that's okay. I hope you take care of yourself, both physically and mentally, this week.